0: Well, hello everybody out there in music video land, and welcome to another edition of This Week in Music Videos, the podcast where we talk about music videos, goings on, comings and goings. Um, This podcast is brought to you by your super good friends, imvdb.com, the internet music video database. Uh, My name is Adam, and with with us as usual in his chilly, cavernous Brooklyn apartment is uh, Mr. Doug Klinger. Doug, what's going on?
1: Uh, I'm I doing super good, Adam. I'd be in the kitchen with the wrist motion.
0: Uh, is that from the Drake? Yeah! Yeah, there we go. He talks a lot about, uh... The six! He, talk, he talks a lot about, uh, chefs and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of chef innuendo oh, in and rap lately, anyway.
1: It's not just lately, but it's... It refer Because you can cook a lot of things. Yeah. You Remember, cook, in, in, you, it could refer to cooking drugs it can mm-hmm. refer to just like cooking up your music or it can re- refer to cooking up
0: adam alexander oh there's so many de- things to talk about there but we have of course from north of the wall it, what is it 17 degrees below zero cel- celsius fahrenheit which is a combination of celsius and fahrenheit um Whoa. from fringe music fix we have uh mr adam alexander adam how are you
2: I'm great. I'm just uh, cropping um, pictures of crop circles in Photoshop. Hmm. Weird. Did you write that? Uh, no, I literally am cropping pictures of crop circles. <laughs> Tight. Is it what, what is the temperature in Canada right now? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I think Adam got it exactly. He nailed it. Um, That's the exact 17. temperature.
0: <laughs> Adam, I want you to give us your favorite chef or or cooking themed rap line.
2: Ooh, Wrap? my favorite chef is the Swedish chef, but I don't think he raps. No. I have no chef rap lines. You can't think of any rap lines that that are about cooking or or chefing? Like a legit rap line that someone has rapped? No. <laughs> I, know, I don't know any lyrics.
0: So I think that uh, the, there's a good one from the – for some reason, I listened to Birthday Song by 2 Chains today, and he has the, the line, uh, I'm in the kitchen, yams everywhere, which, of course, yams are. Some sort of drug thing, but then there was the uh, the young thug uh, old English song that just came out a few weeks ago, um, where he's talking about uh, he's talking about a couple hundred onions, which apparently is a drug thing too. But then he says, uh, "Cut cutting down chicken nuggets for my cutlass, which is a car." But in the Rough Mercy directed video, which is all like animation, at that point he says, "Cluckers," where it, when I think it's A$AP Ferg or some whoever says uh, "cutlass," and I don't know why he does that because those words are like now like completely reversed in my mind. Um, did you guys? You guys remember that? Anyway. I think
1: he's. I think he did it for that. For I think that he reason, because uh, really... onions. I think yeah. the fuck with just you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> onions probably mean ounces would be my guess. That's mm. how I use it.
0: I, I reading the rap genius, reading the rap genius for that video or for that song is. Brought Isn't a whole, def- a whole bunch of new things into my lexicon. Lexicon. So um, now, do
1: you? So now, when you try to buy an ounce of drugs, do you say, like, "Let me get an onion"?
0: Yeah, I said I need to chop it down for my cluckers.
1: <laughs> well, so yeah, when you <laughs> chop down an onion, you're like chopping it down so you can distribute. You like break it down so you can sell it
0: for my cluckers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cluckers.
0: Um, chicken, chicken heads. <laughs> This well, went off the rails very quickly.
1: This, uh, the beginning of this show always goes off the rails at the beginning. That's what uh, this week in music videos is. It's it's it should be called this week in music videos after twenty minutes of who knows what. Yeah.
0: So, sensibly, we're here to talk about some some music videos, Um uh, music video news, music video goings on. And is there the, any
1: music video news this
2: week? I don't, not that I not that I know uh, of. Not
0: too much, but I, some of it is a little kind of. Self centered because oh. uh, this week we've been releasing some some of, I think, the best, not to diminish any of the audio commentaries we've done thus far, but these are absolutely stunning audio commentaries by Mr. Director David Wilson, who we talked about on the podcast last week, who wore high heels to the Grammys with Jason Baum, who was on the podcast the week before that. Um, Sent us a whole mess of pod of uh, audio commentaries, and we've been putting them up this week.
1: Racks on racks of audio commentaries. Uh,
0: there's and they're just so good, and and I've been like just thoroughly enjoying each one of those. Uh, it's, we were it's,
1: this out. is a, this is such like a self centered feature that we've made this commentary feature because I feel like I visit it like I listen to them all <laughs> the time. I'm like, like it's so what is my favorite thing uh way to find out about music
0: videos From, should, mostly by this podcast well we should talk a little bit about the feature i guess because i mean some people might not know about it um because it's like it's i would agree too it's one of my favorites and adam alexander it's your your favorite right
2: the the, the future the what help me out you lost me the feature
0: the feature yeah
2: yeah it's great of course. Of um, the comments, where did you where did you go, Adam? Yeah, where you did went to another I, I was, the future. I think you went. I you broke you. Sure. <laughs> I broke down.
0: Um, I, I, I don't know. So the comment. So basically, w- we love audio commentaries uh, for music videos, and and back in the day, I mean, like ten years ago. It was very, very briefly a thing for bands to release DVDs where they would do audio commentaries on their music videos. I don't know. If you, do you guys remember this? Like, uh, Weezer's video capture device had great band audio commentaries for all their videos.
1: I never saw that. There's a. W- isn't there a Noel Gallagher one?
0: There is. Yeah, that came out like recently. It's like internet on the internet. Yeah, That's where hilarious. he was. He was. Yeah, we should. Link, we'll link to that. That's a great audio commentary where he's just like. Watching all those old videos from the '90s and just like ripping just them apart, cheating on them. Yeah, he hates right. them. He uh, hates music videos. But hates. director commentaries are very common for films, obviously, um, but like very, very rare for music videos. Like before we made this feature, I, I don't think I'd ever even really seen like one or two. Sometimes people would like make, um, like record an audio track and like slap it on an existing video. And then upload that, you know, to Vimeo or or YouTube sometimes, and that was fine. But this is a feature where we we simultane we sync up an audio file with the YouTube video, um, and uh, and play them at the same time. So it's a,
1: it's a very IMVDB feature. Like it's it's like I feel like it's the soul of IMDb is in that feature, uh, because it it is. Uh, takes takes in problem
0: and fixes it with love <laughs> um, so we we have been putting up some great commentaries one of them for we exist by arcade fire which is just a phenomenal commentary and recent uh,
1: which is the video that they that david was nominated for a grammy for which is why he was able to be on the grammy red carpet in a plum suit and high heels
0: exactly and then another one which is really great which i learned a lot from actually is the do I want to know? By Arctic Monkeys video uh, that he did a fantastic commentary for.
1: Yeah, that's a really good one. That
2: one. I, I love that video. I gotta listen to that. One. Yeah, it's
0: really. Yeah, you're, he, you're gonna love it. He talks about how the origins of that video are for a a background at the that uh, he was for making con- like a concert background for for Glastonbury, the Glastonbury Festival in in the right. UK. Um, really, really interesting. So, uh, so David Wilson, thank you so much for all these amazing commentaries. And you can see them at imvdb.com slash commentaries.
1: Along with h- hundreds of others from other great directors and artists and producers and DPs.
0: Hundreds of others, correct. Um, so, this week in music videos, we had, it was a I think it was a relatively quiet week in terms of like Huge videos coming out, but this was a fantastic week for, I think, both really odd stuff, kind of people pushing the boundaries and trying new things, which is always an exciting week. There was a lot of things where I I kind of like had to do a double take in a way. Um, And it's kind of tough to where to start. We should start with the most recent one, which just came out today that everyone... Was talking about and that is the sleater Kinney video for a new wave. Um, Doug, you uh, I think mean, you tweeted about this video or, or staff picked it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Yeah, so um, I wasn't able to find a specific director for this video, but clearly it the whoever directed it uh, is probably involved with Bob's Burgers uh, because essentially the whole it's an animated music video that takes place within the world of Bob's Burgers the Fox television show starring H. John Benjamin. And um, <clears throat> basically the Tina character, who's like the older daughter in the family, just like puts on a CD and Sleater-Kinney uh, just appear in her room and rock out, start to play this song, A New Wave, um, which is the song that the, that they kind of, like when they first performed on Letterman, um it was this song and they kind of like rocked rocked the house would you say they rocked the house adam alexander when they played they definitely, a New
2: definitely rocked the
0: house you got an adam alexander rock the
1: house approval
0: um which is kind of weird that david letterman is the place where you rock the house down i mean you it's, can do that uh, now, letterman's,
1: letterman's, letterman's become such a weird regard. show yeah i'm all right with where letterman's at right now like this is like this is a cool thing where he's like He's leaving, he just has all these crazy bands
2: on and I think it was uh, just late last like really year stoked where He had like a, a cartoon perform some music Which is crazy It was like a Japanese pop star And they had like a holographic cartoon on stage That's Letterman now He's oh, just, like, let whoever books his music acts, he's just let them let him loose. There's a... And he, like, loves it, though. Every
1: time. He's, like, really stoked. He's like, J. Cole! Yes! <laughs> like, so stoked. on like, J. Cole's, like, really weird, like, stripped-back performance. Yeah, no, he's... he's uh... he, he
2: really loved the Future Islands performance when they were yeah. on. Yeah. He loved it. He thought I think I just said great.
1: performancing. Uh... That was, like, a
0: career-making <laughs> performance for them, really. It was... It was... I remember that, that performance got so much buzz, not because, I mean, it was a great performance, but, like, because Dave Letterman was so enthusiastic about him. Yeah, right. And yeah, like, it kind of
1: went, I'm, you people know, People, like, maybe. I haven't seen... What'd you say? It went Mimi. It went Mimi. I'm sorry I let you say that again. <laughs> it was so fucking dumb. Uh, uh, sorry, it wasn't that bad. Um, so, anyway, bringing it back around to this music video. So, Sleater Kinney is performing in Tina, Tina's room, and... Um, and then eventually uh, her two siblings come come running in the room and uh what is Jean and uh and Louise. what's Louise come running in the room and, and start dancing as well. We get a quick shot downstairs, um, uh, At Bob's of, Burgers. Bob Bob's Burgers and Lois. Lois is the wife's name, right? I think you get so, both. yeah. You get yeah. Uh, you get you get a little shot of them. No dialogue in the whole thing, so they didn't have to bring any of the voice actors out for this. But it gets like kind of trippy. It, it's not just them da- like it is kind of them dancing the whole time, the kids. But it is gets pretty like trippy and weird at moments, and and very stylized. And it was just like a, I, th- I thought it was a fun video. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was one you know definitely worth hi- highlighting. There is an interesting thing, and I'm not really sure what this is about. Um, it says in the YouTube title official video but then in the thumbnail it says not the video uh, I, I would just leave that one alone this is clearly a music video unless this like at some point happens in an episode of bob's burgers um but i really am curious to kind of i, I wonder because any everyone who kind of wrote about this video today just wrote about its existence and what happens <laughs> in it nobody had like any kind of background knowledge on it and i saw kind of you know writers from bobs burgers tweeting it um in kind of just general ways and i also saw you know the members of sleater kinney kind of thanking in you know over like thank you the team behind bobs burgers for this so like there are no specific but you know you know obviously Carrie um is a big like is deeply embedded into the comedy world now after you know several years of portlandia and you know, so it's not a surprise that this is the type of thing. The, the last "Leader Kenny" video was like full of alternative comedy stars, which is you know, a lot, which is like compiled. Which you know, the the voices behind Bob's Burgers come from that community as well. So this isn't a surprising connection, but I am like curious how it came about because um, this is this is clearly not like fan drawn stuff. Like this was clearly the animators behind the show making this video.
2: And I think there's a, a character connection as well because Tina, I don't know if she's listened to Sleater-Kinney on the show, but she definitely would listen to Sleater-Kinney. So I thought that it was so cool. Just the, that what whole idea. Say,
1: what makes you say that?
2: Uh, Because Tina's character is is kind of like – um. Uh, a bit of a feminist character and like a girl rock group would be just a thing that Tina would rock out to. I'm pretty sure she's listened to like some riot punk bands before. Would
1: you call Tina a feminist as much as she like fawns over boys?
2: Well, feminists
0: still do that. It's (laughs) a slippery road, boys. Um, Yeah, we're going to stop right here. We won't go there.
1: Uh, I guess I'm not saying that you can't be a feminist and fawn over boys. I guess I just wouldn't. That wouldn't be the first word I use, I would use to describe Tina. Awkward would come first. Anxious. I mean,
2: I guess I just see her loving a girl rock group. Maybe totally. that that makes a lot more how sense. I You don't have it. to invoke the word feminist.
1: Yeah, one, that's thing, not used
0: um, that. one thing that really surprised me at this this video is so my wife is a huge Bob Bob's Burgers fan. She was Louise for Halloween. Um, so what is what were you? Uh, I was Bob. For some reason, I love,
1: you, I love how you would have just been, you would have just left that right yeah, out Yeah, I left You that also right dressed up like a Bob's Burgers. We character. had
0: to dress up, so I dressed up. Um, but uh, she had the you know the pointy. It, Louise is a good costume, you, you know. You know the the pointy bunny ears or whatever. It's very easily recognizable. Easily recognizable. Yes, yeah, some costumes, you know, like if you dressed up as Tina, you put a blue be, shirt on. It be as easy, exactly. So
1: unless you're like part of a Bob's Burgers.
0: <laughs> exactly, you're going to it's Bob's like, oh, no, there's the Tina, <laughs>
1: and all you need to have <laughs> is like a blue
0: shirt. So, so I was, I got home and I was like, uh, oh, there's a Bob's Burgers music video with Slater Kinney, the girl from Portlandia, because we watched from watched Portlandia, and we s- sat then watched it, and I hadn't seen it before, and I was just surprised at how, like, usually animated videos are not performance videos. Like the, the, yeah. the, if, if you look at a Venn diagram of that stuff, it's a very thin uh, overlap between animated videos and performance videos. And this video is almost all performance videos and like animation cycles for the three characters. It is um,
1: very. It is very like, yeah. It, it does. It it doesn't seem like there was very much like they did. Like the I feel like this was a favor. Yeah, and you That's, can tell like that, that that the burgers guy did. Like they just like <laughs> let the characters be in it.
0: And you could tell mm-hmm. that they were super excited about animating, uh, you know, the three members of sleater Kinney because they get like full on, tons of angles and tons of, you know, interesting things going on. And then like, uh, what's the the boy's name? Gene? Gene. 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 is basically seen doing one thing, and that is a dance that is cycled through. So and it's is, a it dance, that he's done a shuffle. Get off yeah, like he's, done, he's done yeah. that
1: dance a million times on Bob's Burgers. They didn't have Sweet. to animate anything new. <laughs> for gene. That they had all that gene, all yeah. that gene animation ready to go. Um, but because, it was fun.
0: Know, it was a good video. Oh, it's
1: definitely fun. And da- like these kids dance on the show. Like dance, dancing is a is an element. And and the music in Bob's Burgers is fantastic too. It's all like produced for the show, but it's all really like weird but and great. Uh, but these kids, like, dance around. Gene's a musician. Mm-hmm. Tina is, like, very big into into dancing um, with uh, what's the – Jimmy Jr. And, uh, and uh, none of us watch this show. And, uh, and Tina, you know, she's – I mean, uh, the other one, <laughs> she dances around too. Anyway, dance. Uh, it's a fun video, though, despite, like, this simplicity. But, yes, I was very surprised, like – if you compare this to the day like we we talked about the david wilson commentaries many of david wilson's videos uh, are animated or feature animation heavily in them you know the complexity of the animation in those david wilson videos uh, and and like the depths in which that animation goes is like it's inc- crazy compared to to this one like it's this is de- certainly not like a traditional animated video and 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 why should it be it's bobs burgers characters so it's fun i think it was like super effective the only way like this could have been more effective is if like they did if it was like 12 minutes it had like 4 minutes of narrative on each side of the song and, you know, they, were, like, wrote a mini Bob's Burgers episode for this. Uh, that's the only way that people could have gotten, like, more excited than they already were for this.
2: I love the little bit in the middle where uh, the camera kind of takes us downstairs where Bob is frying some burgers, and, like, there's little pieces of ceiling falling on his head because the kids are, like, jumping out of bed. That was cool. I did and hope... Wh- more of that.
1: I did hope... Well, I th- yeah, I think that's the point that, like more of that was probably not really just like in the scope of what this project was. Right. but um, Yeah. Cause like at that moment I thought like, Oh, if we're going to hear a voice, it's going to be now, maybe they got John Benjamin to, you know, get mad or something, but yeah, we didn't, we didn't get any of that.
0: Now, speaking of girl groups, we had another girl group release a music video this week. Um, somebody who maybe you have forgotten about, but guess what? their back that is Pussy Riot Um, and the song is I Can't Breathe and the video um, was directed by them. It came out yesterday so Wednesday Uh, and we have seen a lot of like so if you have seen a lot of Pussy Riot stuff or I've seen any Pussy Riot stuff I think the stuff that comes to mind most quickly is them in their ski masks. The colored ski masks, um, and almost everything. Pink. What's that? Pink is like the
2: predominant color, though, right? Pink like and the,
0: blue, yeah.
2: Neon colors,
0: yeah. Ranged. Girly, girly colors, um, and
2: feminist colors.
0: Feminist All right, colors. Exactly. We won't do
1: either of that, we won't call them girly either. Uh,
2: no, we definitely have to say that they are without a shadow of a doubt feminists. We're gonna use it. Yeah, we, I think. Listen, we can I'm, not, that. I'm. I don't think we should label anybody. <laughs> no, they definitely are. They will say that. Yeah, we have That's to fine, label them, but that. we don't need to say
1: it for them. So uh, I
0: think the most one of the 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 interesting things about this is if you have seen a previous pussy Riot video, um, whether music video or just video, it's very like amateur style, um, handheld cameras, um, like not very high production values a lot of them are like documentary style showing them in real well, life a situations
1: lot of is, a lot of that is like by like necessity right they're Correct. like doing it in places that are like they shouldn't be doing what they're doing and so they're forced to kind of like
2: i think what oh, are trying to say like
1: ripped out of like some of the other ones and stuff like literally like forcefully stopped from filming right. them other times yeah
2: but just maybe, what we have to mention, which goes in with that, is that they're they're a protest rock group. They're very politically loaded, and they and they have these messages behind everything that they do. So, like you <clears> said, Doug, they're often doing things in protest and being yes. places where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is and this is that
1: this is their first um, Eng- definitely their first English music video. I believe it might be their first song in English as well, and it is. Um, in protest of the eric gardner um decision in new york city the um lack of an indictment of a police officer um who who killed him and uh it, it it like choked him to death and in this video they uh are being buried and it's pretty like it's pretty hard like it's all one shot you know it starts at their feet and kind of pans uh pans up to their faces and then they're covered in this really like super dark like almost like soot dirt and it's it seems really like uncomfortable what's happening to them and it's all one take and it like feels like th- it would be difficult to breathe in what they're doing
2: so yeah you guys are are better at the technical part of a video do you guys have any idea how they did this how they shot this video? They didn't bury they didn't just bury them.
1: No, I think they just buried them. I Obvious. mean it's super it's super slow motion. So it's it's happening a lot more a lot faster than, you know, the the length of this video. So I think uh, they it's did a, I,
0: it's medium slow motion. I mean slow down a yeah, little you know, bit. Okay. Did I
1: say super slow motion? It's not that. But like actually, it, it was it's not five minutes of them being buried. It's probably like right. two.
2: I, I actually felt like maybe it was in reverse I, I don't know why i thought that but looking at the way the dark uh, the dirt is falls onto them it kind of looked like it might have been in reverse and i wondered if they like sucked the dirt up off of them and reversed it i don't know i'm crazy i think you might be crazy
0: i think mean, yeah, you might be crazy adam for that one because they, they they're definitely all shoveling dirt onto them at some point um i feel like you know the thing that kind of shocked me about this video was like how, well, first how American-centric it was. Eric Garner is an American, you know, happened in New York, American, uh, you know, political issue. I'm not sure how much it is known around the world. Um, so it's, and this song is in English, so it's very, very much targeted toward American audience. And also like the high, the, like very, very high production values which I don't think we're used to seeing uh, with Pussy Riot. Nor their faces. Nor their faces at all, exactly. And we see two of the members, um, because there's many members of Pussy Riot, um, and their names are, I'm going to butcher both of these, uh, Maria Alionkina and Znadezla. So, So, yeah, they're... um, you can go to articles and read what their names are. They're too complicated to pronounce, but um, yeah, their faces are right there and they're they're totally buried. So I think it was it was unexpected and an interesting move by them.
1: And there are and there are one in addition to just like dirt and shovels and them in there. There are also um, cigarettes, which um are also tied to uh, Eric Gardner was accused of selling uh, loose cigarettes, um, which is. Why
0: ah, that's a good catch. Yeah, yeah.
1: Why the police were uh, allegedly talking uh, talking to him in the first place was because they claimed he was selling loose cigarettes. So that's kind of what that that those that element is there too. It's very like um, this. It, this this video was was all over the place. It was. It, it is very interesting that they chose. I mean, it's it's very. It's still a, a, a very recent situation and, and it's very interesting that that this is you know what they've decided when like basically a lot like so much of what they what they were about was like russian related mm-hmm. things it is interesting that this is what they but it's it not uh certainly not out of character at
0: all but i so, wonder if it like makes it so the thing that i think a lot of people who are casual observers of pussy right knew that like the thing, things that you knew were like, okay, they're on our side. I guess like you should like Pussy Riot, even if you didn't understand the complex like political, like Russian political intricacies. Like you, right, like,
1: right. You, you under, you assume that they are like you probably be- believe in what they are talking about, even if you have no idea. What yeah, it, is. it was like
0: it was like <laughs> Pussy Riot. You're like, yeah, you're supposed to like Pussy Riot, and then like. It's just interesting that they decide to insert themselves into a very, very, like, still to this day. I mean, obviously, not like Eric Garner isn't in the headlines anymore, but um, is... so get
1: get ready to get ready to be aware of it. I think that that's so. Uh, you know, I, I feel like put, the fact that we know about Pussy Riot, but that don't know about the politics behind Pussy Riot makes this completely like make complete sense that they're doing this and i also think that like it th- like this is an issue that you know you can certainly have an opinion on even if you're not in america and you know I, I i don't think there's anything like wrong with um like showing that this is like a global a global a global issue i think you know I, I, it kind of just enforces that it I think it can be effective if they are trying to make like a political statement with this video which they clearly are like I think it can be effective and yeah they can like force people who were like blindly behind them to be like all right well like now that like you understand this like if you don't agree with us now like you're like you're you're making people kind of like confront that more is is I'm all right with that
0: Maybe we should go into some lighter fare.
1: Well, that's fine. I think it's really funny that you came to Pussy Riot and, like, like technically they are a girl group. But, <laughs> but that's a funny way that I I I feel like that's – when I think girl group, I don't think people are going to make, you know, like, strong political statements. But maybe that's because I have a problem.
0: I think you might have a problem. Yeah, I think that – so there. I don't mean
1: that – like, I just mean the term <laughs> – gr- the term girl group – has a connotation, not girl groups having a connotation, but the I term mean, "girl group" I seems think... to mean like seems to mean like a boy band means like a bunch of teenagers, right? Uh, like a g- girl group is the equivalent of boy band.
0: No, I think that's. I don't think. That. I yeah, I agree with Adam, Yeah,
1: I think so. Just like be, any but... any group of
2: any any band that is all females is a girl group.
0: I feel no, like a lot of depends
2: on the style of music, so. Did they just before we jump videos? Did they just bury them really quick and then <laughs> dig them up and then slow it down? Is that what they did?
1: Yes. So they tilt back down to their feet before the video ends. So when they tilt back down to their feet, like they could have come back up out of the dirt, out of frame. Ah. And they're also like Ugh. they're not like <laughs> they're not like crazy covered. Like they're their their faces are completely covered in like they're completely under the dirt, and they're probably holding their breath, so you don't see the dirt moving if they're if they tried to breathe, but um you know they're covered in dirt, and then yeah you, and then they tilt down, and then potentially also on the on the pan down, I suppose that uh. Could there be a cut? I guess they don't really pan fast enough for there to be a cut. For there to be a cut, but kind of once they pan down, there is like time for them to just kind of be removed from frame completely, so or uh, removed from the room, the area completely. So,
2: I cool. That makes sense. That's why the dirt was moving weird. It was slowed down. You helped me. Let's talk about Black Taxi.
0: No, hold on. We need to talk a little bit about girl groups for just a second because okay. <laughs> they're definitely not the polar opposite of a of a boy band. If, if,
1: listen, I'm, I I I was just saying that that's what I thought it meant, mm-hmm. but I could be wrong. I'm I'm fine with they're, being I wrong. I think
0: every girl group all, all they all have some sort of political undertones to them, or at least like messaging undertones. I think I don't like,
2: know that they all do. All
0: right, I think they do. Like, guys, all right. Here's what I think. Like, A
1: a girl group means something different to all of us. And that's okay. And that's all right. Well, think of, like,
0: like, uh, think of, I mean, take two opposite extremes, I think. Or three opposite extremes. Slater, Kenny, and
2: Spice Girls.
0: I was going to say Spice Girls. um, As well as, like, uh, Fifth Harmony, who, you know, are a, I would classify as a girl group. I would not classify them as overtly political. But their songs often have a very girl- Power bent girl power being uh, okay. something that's that is that is like has political undertones but is like repackaged as is something less political. Um, anyway, is uh, Destiny's Child a girl group? I think Destiny's Child would be girl group, but remember they had like you know a song called "Independent Women." Well, it's, sure, it, okay. It's, yeah, what about? It's, uh, <laughs> name me one boy had, boy group boy group handsome. song.
1: Wait, is Hanson's boys is Pussycat Dolls
0: a girl group? I think Pussycat Girls is adult as a girl group and I and I don't know any other songs but I bet if we dug a little further we'd find some sort of Their
1: songs are like "Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me?"
0: Yeah, a little a girl, female empowerment song.
1: That's female empowerment is calling your girlfriend not hot in
0: 1998 it was though.
1: <laughs> I don't think I don't think girl group had anything to do with politics. Uh I, and I don't think any boy band is talking about politics not or, not, not it,
0: politics like by the way you should definitely get out and no, vote but and... not
1: <laughs> even like taking a political stance what political stance did backstreet boys take besides like everybody should rock their body
0: that's the point there's no there's no political there's no like agenda for the backstreet boys like they're not trying to there's no boy power songs right um but it, but look at look on the um the cover of the uh, Mo uh, cover of uh, the Spice Girls song cover she did. I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Um, uh, Say you'll be there, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of Mo when she was a kid with her with her you know girlfriends, I guess, like acting like the Spice Girls. And it says written on it, "Remember Girl Power." I mean, so- that's like that's the, the, more than anything that anybody takes away from the Spice Girls. That's like. And that is a political message at the very like at the very heart of it, even if it is like an entertaining political message.
1: I'm not saying that the Spice Girls weren't political. That I de- are making taking a stance. That's not what I was questioning. I was questioning that that was a prerequisite to being in a girl group. Like there are there are like a female artists who have come together as a band to sing that didn't that don't take a political stance or at all just kind of like sing about baby and like love and
0: and the 12 the eight days of christmas yeah (laughs) and are they still
1: are they still a girl group
0: to you To you okay yeah i get it all right i i'm wrong um let's talk about i'm tired talking about this thing
1: that we just did. let's talk let's about talk i want right. to talk about
0: this taylor swift video though style video
1: okay oh so we're gonna dip back so yeah we we are pulling because there were some big name videos that didn't come out last week when we had the podcast two big videos from late last week or just one and that's taylor swift so let's, yeah, let's talk about it
0: well we last week i think we were we knew it was coming out on friday and we were looking at it um and and trying to there were some stills that had been released, but it had not been released. It was released the next day so yeah uh, let's
1: shit it let's shit about it now, nineteen
0: million views later uh the name of the song is style by Taylor Swift, um directed by Kyle Newman um when when this video came out, I was tweeting some stills from it, like kind of making fun of it a little bit because it was so artsy fartsy. I hadn't seen it with the sound yet um but I was just sort of scrubbing through and if you scrub through this video with no context or no song, um, it's just like, it's just like the artsiest fartsiest stuff like her, like holding up a piece of glass with a dude's eyes in it. Um, Her like having stuff projected on her, like all sorts of stuff that you kind of, that in my mind immediately makes me go to that place. But upon watching it with the song, I feel like it. It makes a lot more sense to me, uh, which typically
1: will happen in a music video. It's
0: not always, not always. <laughs> uh, this this is one where I feel, feel like the two halves can't like this video can't really exist without this song. They just they're so uh important to each other so i thought this was great i think i think kyle newman did a really fantastic job with this video because it's a very personal video this is weirdly enough even though it's an artistic video i think it's one of the first times that we're seeing taylor swift sexualized um hey. we have v- almost never se- we've gone very very close we've never seen taylor swift overtly sexualized in the way that ariana grande is or... What's
1: uh, and what moments are you are you referring to as the, just the fact that she doesn't like appear to have a shirt on? Uh,
0: there's some there's some, some risque outfits in this, but um, the, there's a comp- the, you know the, there are hints of that hints of that knowingness in the song. Um, but then you know in the beginning, the, oh, sorry, the, the dude is dressed down, the a dude lot, is dressed down, she is. and she's feeling him up in a major way as well she's getting a good grip. Yeah, she's getting a good grip. She I mean it kind of gets it gets for an get art video get gets going? pretty sexy, yeah.
1: Get you going, you get get you get you excited. Um I thought so I like this video. It's the the images are very like derivative of like what's going on in this video is not like brand new for music videos. Like all of those things that you were drawn to that you thought were like artsy fartsy and silly like have existed in indie music videos for years now but i think this yeah, video is another, i see and,
2: like 10 videos with these things in a, a day right and i so, i love most of them
1: so i think this video though is another example of you know big pop stars like reaching into like reaching back into like indie inspired um kind of imagery and bringing them up into the you know into their world Uh, you know, like we talked about last year, like happening, like starting to see a lot more last year and and some the year before. I think this is an example of that because you don't see stuff like this in Taylor Swift music videos. And I think part of it has to do with the fact that this is like a very kind of like emotional song. And I think this is like a, like indie videos feel more intimate than big pop videos do. And so using those as like kind of a reference point and a starting place, make sense for this song
2: yeah you you kind of turned me on this one a little i I, di- I wasn't a huge fan once i saw it but when we talked doug uh th- that stuff kind of made sense to me that uh that's a good place for her to draw from the that kind of that indie style indie styled video it's great work, it works it's good it's a good pool to draw from
0: i Are like you guys not, do you guys not agree this is a s- sexy video
2: oh it's sexy
0: yeah, because she's I, like talking. I feel, I'm feeling it. That's yeah. You know, Adam and I are both feeling it today. Yeah, um, you
2: guys. So you guys. Do you Do you guys
1: need a sec? I
0: yeah, think we might. Yeah. Perfect. So, perfect. Adam, what about? So she's talking about like how all well, the stuff she likes about the dude, and then she's talking about she kind of admitting all the sexy stuff about her, which is which is in and itself. I find I found pretty sexy.
2: Yeah, but it really. She just hasn't met me yet.
0: That's, right. Yeah. That's well, I think. I think at the end she's like, "Well, if I ever met anybody that lists, you know, you know, really does it for me, then I'll kind of leave this guy." He is pretty. The dude is pretty ripped, though.
2: Yeah, he's all right. (laughs) He's a stylish, he's stylish boy too.
0: Who do you think? Do you think this is about Harry Styles? Uh, Yeah, it
2: is for sure about Harry. That's what I was saying. A stylish boy mentioned it.
0: Oh, this is about Harry Styles.
2: Yeah, she dated Harry Styles. Yeah, she did.
1: Did she date Nellie? <laughs> she yeah.
0: might have. She, she dated John Mayer, too, for for a while, which always kind of weirded me out. Um, And John Mayer's song, uh, Paper Doll, is about, it's about Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, I never really know. Like, if, if the tabloids say they're dating, I never know if that's for real.
0: That's usually for real, I think.
1: I don't know. I don't really know. I don't...
2: Could, yeah, I mean, it's really, ha- it's really something but is it genuine is it a publicity stunt i never know either
1: i don't know if anything's if anything's real though like Nothing i think it's real right this, i have issues this, this with just, is real like, right reality now? i have issues with reality are you guys even real um <laughs> is this it, uh so like are we do like because if this was an indie, it's interesting though if this was an indie music video i wouldn't give it a second look i wouldn't finish. Really? i because wouldn't it, watch it, it to the end
2: It would get lost in the shuffle. There's too many videos like it. It would. It would just blend right in.
1: I'd still like
2: it, but I wouldn't be like, wow, I've never seen that before.
1: Like, I think this is – like, I think – like, uh, Chris Black would call this full of, like, a lot of indie music video tropes, right? Like, you're getting – there are a lot of those things that you you see in a lot of this – like, a lot of –
2: White, know, kids <laughs> White kids in the forest. White kids in the forest. And it. that happens in this video.
1: She doesn't float, but there's, like, those those smoke bombs and definitely, like, the projection on the, like, projection mapped facing faces. Like, that's... that You see that. It, so, yeah, if this was, like, some, you know, singer-songwriter that I've never heard of uh, and this was their, like, the first music video I saw from them, I wouldn't be stoked on it. But I feel like for Taylor Swift... Yeah. Knowing... Wh- knowing the bat, like her other music videos I like i feel like the context of this video makes it like makes me like it more
2: and i think that's what you have to do you have to say um like how does this compare to her other videos it's well executed and it's not like her other videos so mm-hmm. it's a win i think and
1: and, and you, you know, you're, you're uh, taylor swift can do that cuz everyone's going to watch every taylor swift video everybody is gonna watch every Taylor Swift video, and so she could do whatever she wants. She knows she's got your attention either way. She can do tropes, and it and it can still be okay. But then you could still like make it work because like things become tropes for a reason. It's because they're like cool, and they were cool at a, at a time, and then they got overused, uh, and then and then they, people became like desensitized to them. But like once you're locked in because it's t- Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, you can kind of bring some of that stuff back up and have it be relevant again.
0: But I feel like uh, the, sort of evaluating what you can do in a music video includes evaluating what your resources are and what you can throw in there to make things interesting. And I feel like with a Taylor Swift video, you always have that ace in the hole where you can throw Taylor Swift in there and make it interesting mm-hmm. um, and make things work where with a lot of other artists they wouldn't work it's sort of a magic bullet in a lot of ways so you can put this this together and I think Kyle Newman the director did a fantastic job putting this together Um, but you can count on that glue of having Taylor Swift to hold this together because she's a professional and she's an international superstar so you know when you throw her on camera she's not going to have a bad day I mean you know you're going to get exactly what you need yeah, she's still, like, she's gonna be Taylor Swift no matter what your idea is. Exactly, yeah. You're not gonna like walk in and be like, well, we, you know, we shot 12 hours with Taylor Swift today and we got shit. You know? We got
1: nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got fucking nothing. Can you believe that? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. we're scrapping the whole thing. She didn't even
1: know the lyrics. No. Mm. That would, <laughs> that would, that would so,
2: where would you guys say this video ranks um, with the other videos from 1989? Is this the best video?
0: No. 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 Shake no. it off. There's three, right? There's shake it off, uh, blank space, and then now uh, style. And I would put this at the at the at the bottom. Still a strong thing, but Adam, would you agree?
2: I would put it, yeah, at the bottom. Shake it off would be first, and then uh, and then blank spaces, and then this one. It's good though. Yeah.
0: Um, I put blank space. Uh, no, you're right. Shake it off would be first. It is right.
1: interesting that blank space is is um so much more po- like
2: more popular of a video though. Is it really? It is. That's that is interesting. That's odd.
0: It's fun. It's got the deers, you know. Uh um, no, not that,
1: it's not so much more popular, but they have about the same number of views yeah. and and blank space came out several months later.
0: Do you guys want to talk about this stupid Ariana Grande video? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I do. Let's, let's stick with the let's stick with the big pop
0: stars. Let's go one, two. They're more fun to talk about, honestly, um, <laughs> because I, especially Ariana Grande, who I just love.
1: Seriously, to, they to are just they're just like throwing shit at the wall with Ariana Grande. Like, how should we style her in this video? Oh, what she was wearing to bed,
0: cool. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, well, this is kind of fun because so we'll explain the premise a little bit. Um, it's called "One Last Time." This is like the, what the 40th single off of her album or whatever. So yeah, we're digging, shoot. we're digging <laughs> so deep here. Um, so it's kind of a middling single in a way, not quite a anyway, not quite a this or that. And um, the the whole premise of this video is is that uh, it's the end of the world. So there's some comets coming comets coming down. Pink comets. Pink comets, of course. And uh, it starts off with Ariana Grande in a car with a a dude, and the dude has a camera, and it's, like, all, like, handheld from his perspective as they sort of witness and go through the events of this, the end of the world, essentially. What's it
1: called? Cloverfield? Cloverfield,
0: yes. Mm
2: -hmm. It's, like, essentially Cloverfield, like, Cloverfield plot. With
0: no Cloverfield monster, though.
2: No, rainbows exploding.
0: Right. Is there a rainbow that explodes in this video?
2: Rainbow explosions, right. rainbow asteroids. Yeah, they're just pink. They're just they're basically just pink and purple. They're not they're mm. not rainbow. They're, b- they're brightly colored, One, in, multi-colored. one
1: interesting uh, podcast connection <laughs> to this music video, though, about those about the the VFX, um, the opening and closing scenes, uh, like the larger effects, were all done by Mike Diva, who was the first guest on this podcast ever. And I thought that was really interesting. Uh,
0: did you see that in the credits? This, this definitely had a Mike Diva feel. <laughs> I didn't I didn't look at the credits, but I was, I, I don't know why I didn't. Um, but I was like, oh, this This could have been done by Mike Diva. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. Mike also Diva, known by great. Mike Dahlqu- I, as I think we had him on as Mike Dahlquist. I don't um, know.
1: I actually think, it, I don't remember. But it was he, a long time ago. It was a long time ago, several years. But it uh, he goes by I. Well, Mike Douglas is obviously his real name, but Mike Diva is still definitely a moniker. Um, so anyway, yeah, this video is weird. It's, you're basically looking at Ariana Grande's back the whole video. You're like following her through these through these random places that she like for whatever reason <laughs> she is just, just wants to get to, to a roof. Into. Like, <laughs> like it just it doesn't like it doesn't really make, make any sense. Uh, where, she just wants like, to get to
0: a roof, Doug. That's the entire point of this video. She wants to get to a roof to die. And,
2: and the dude, her. the dude shows up. They have to, they have to fight off the dude. He's in there. Oh, so that's from what she Big wants Lebowski.
1: to do. She wants to get to the roof
2: from the Big Lebowski. He's in there. Yeah. What? The Big Lebowski.
0: He's like the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's supposed to he's well, like the he's,
2: control room operator. And no, it, it's not. It looks just <laughs> like the dude. It's not him, but. John,
1: John Belushi is definitely not in the big See, I meant no, Steve meant John Buscemi. Belushi.
2: He's Steve Buscemi? The, no. it's okay. Who's from Big Mosque is in this movie? There's a guy that looks just like the dude. He's the control room oh. operator. They have to fight him off multiple times. He keeps coming back. But he's not actually him.
0: Oh my god, no. this is terrible. It looks
2: like him. This is he's terrible. What's 50 going times. On here?
0: Uh, So he's not. I don't know if he's a control room operator. He's like a he's like a conspiracy theorist kind of guy. I thought that's what I got. Well, he's sitting yeah, on yeah. a chair like in front of
2: some large screens at one point. Doomsday prepper. Like, uh, yeah. Sure.
1: He had, like, gas and, like, canned food around him. He's like, a big, fat, weird guy. Like, he was definitely not a control (laughs) room. What fucking control room?
2: What control room? He's sitting in a chair in front of multiple large screens observing things. That's why I thought that. Moving on.
0: Um, And at the end, (laughs) so at the the end, uh, the guy who's our kind of, like, first-person view puts the camera down. And uh, it goes up to to so so compare this with the previous video Taylor Swift's style, where the guy is like a like an Abercrombie and Fitch model basically. This guy is is like uh looks like me from high school, <laughs> skinny skinny white guy who looks like he's like sixteen, and he's Ariana Grande's like boyfriend, I guess. I did
1: not understand this video at all. Like why <laughs> did it, why this is like, and this is not like a knock on Max Landis Landis the director at all. Like I've like the the execution is 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 fine in this video, but like I do not understand why Ariana Grande. Like you talk about how Taylor Swift has never been sexualized, but Ariana Grande is. She's wearing like a oversized sweater and jeans in this video, like. I don't understand, like, yeah, it makes sense within the context of the video, but why are you doing a video where the context, like, has Ariana Grande wearing, like, styled this way, and, and you only see her back the whole video, and you don't see her face, and she's not singing, and I don't, I just don't, and it's not like, I wasn't very compelled by the narrative.
2: Well, it's I think it's more driven by the the theme of the song, One Last Time. It's an sure. apocalyptic oh, get, theme. That's why they did it. What I does she the, want
0: to do one last time though? Kiss him? Kiss the baby kiss the boy. Yeah,
2: kiss the director.
0: <laughs> the director?
1: That's him. That's Max Landis. He this whole <laughs> video is written so Max Landis could get kiss our Grande on film. That's not Max Landis in this video. Um, so
2: do we want to do this weekend somebody stole my music video? Because this one no, is very don't. similar to another one.
1: No. There's we don't one. want to some other one
2: who gives shit oh (laughs) that's (laughs) lame that's lame doug this isn't all right tell us about it i say newsworthy
0: tell us about it. what happened
2: okay so there's this other video that came out last year um by an artist named sophia and the the song is you are the one it's directed by jimmy ennett and it's very similar to this ariana grande one In more than one way. So basically the video opens with like kind of like some broken up camcorder footage. And then as the video unfolds, we see a girl running in in a multicolored apocalyptic scenario to her loved one who she reunites with at the end right before everything explodes. They're very similar, very similar, I have to say. I didn't think they would be. I thought I would say lame, another one of these but they are totally similar. Hmm. So I think it's worth mentioning. Doug doesn't think so. I don't think
1: anyone has ever stolen an idea from anyone from one music video to another ever. Ever like none of the ones that we've ever talked about has ever been a direct like why would somebody do that? Like if they, they just had the same idea and it happened twice or something like uh, whatever that's cool. They're They're, they so, they like, are similar. The videos are similar. Listen, the they are. They, the, the videos are similar, and it is a thing. And I'm and uh, yeah. it stresses me out that this like type of thing happens so frequently, especially what for such a dumb video. But uh, it, yeah, they are similar, and like it was a thing. And Max Landis tweeted a bunch about it. Yep. Uh.
0: Really? I'd yeah. Which,
1: just in defense, just like and maybe he deleted it, but like he definitely was like. And then he and then he like put a little button at the end, and he's like, "Oh and by the way, here's another video a couple years earlier that's also got this plot. so did you guys rip these guys off and Interesting. It's drop, true. and then and then drop and then drop the max landis mic um,
0: <laughs> good good on you max
2: like uh, yeah." And, and I'm not, I'm also not saying, again, we did this last week, but I'm not saying that this stole, that I'm saying that people have suggested that it is a slight ripoff. So, that's, I think it's worth mentioning. They're similar. Hmm. They are, and, and
1: Ariana Grande doesn't need me to defend her. I'm sure she's got plenty of fans, <laughs> they got plenty of fans who are, but oh, like, yeah. they didn't they didn't. I don't like. I don't think they stole this video. Like, they, like you know, they they this idea came from the fact that this song is one of my songs. Like, it it's not an original. It's it's not an original idea, and I don't think they meant for it to be like the, the end of the world thing. Like Cloverfield, like the POV end of the world movie. Like, that's like a genre now. So, you know, stop being, stop it's, being dumb. it's.
0: I think it's this trope is. Um, it's, I, I feel like there could be a whole book or series of books on this whole idea of, of like ideas being adapted or like reused or, and I would never, I, I don't think I would say stolen, No. but it's, it, it's, it's, I mean, it happens in every single medium, right? Um, from. Songs, I mean, blurred lines. I, I think I can't remember what actually happened with that case, but I think it's still pending. Um, blurred lines and was And fucking sued.
1: Sam Smith and Tom Petty and yeah, uh, everything. It just happens because nothing's left. The
0: We're flaming, re- the flaming lips and Cat Stevens. Flaming lips had to pay Cat Stevens a lot of money. For Every
1: single test. movie, TV show, music video has a treatment written for it first and that treatment is full of reference images from other shit and that like gives the idea and like you know i don't i don't think that in like there were there was probably a deep impact picture and an armageddon picture and a cloverfield picture but i don't think selena's music video from from last year was in the treatment for this Ariana Grande music video. I, you know, I think that, you know, they have a common, both videos probably have a common ancestor, um, right. but they're not the same species.
0: But when you think about it, I feel like music videos, and we always kind of like argue for music videos, exceptionalism. Um, and I think a lot of the times it's true. And if for this instance, I think it's really true because music videos are one of the only art forms that, like necessarily have to start with an elevator pitch um for like what the concept is and sort of build on that or like what like the really main idea is um because people a lot of times like uh describe their favorite music videos by like a single line or a single phrase so i think a lot of great music videos need to kind of hinge on that so for instance like uh the Gochei video, somebody that you, that I used to know. If you ask anybody on the street, um, "Hey, do you know the painting where the guy turns You know, the music sorry, the music video where the guy turns into a painting, um, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one." And maybe half of them would know what the name of it is, and maybe a tenth of them would know what the artist name is. But it's a, these are like art forms that like a medium that gets traded on concepts. More than I think anything else. Which is-
1: I, I think that I think that a large percentage, and I'm not going to try to quantify it, but more than half of the people that have watched the chandelier video know it as like the music video where that little girl dances all weird. Right. Like, do, do, like Sia is a big artist to, to us, and everyone involved in that video is like, you know fucking royalty to us and anyone listening to this podcast but like they're it, it, it gets to a point where like yeah like you're right the the concept becomes what is the hook and that's what gets spread the most no matter how many times maddie ziegler performs on every talk show and award show and reality show in existence like there's still going to be people who just know her as what she's done and not like who she is, and that that kind of like is what music videos kind of get reduced to a lot.
0: Which be, which I think really brings in an interesting element when you talk about quote unquote like plagiarism for music videos because because they trade on really singular ideas. um When there is overlap, I think there and is right, rightfully so there is this like really close examinations um, but the but what the, and i think that the issue is is like there are no
1: core nuts left that nobody's had before like somewhere right like even if that so, like even if it hadn't gotten to music videos yet um or even if it hadn't gotten to like music videos in this century yet like 10 years ago 20 years ago um there were that it could have existed and it certainly has existed in film before and what makes them unique is everything else beyond that not d- despite them getting reduced to that like so people recognize what they are like the way you ma- differentiate them is all of the other stuff
0: so uh what do you think we should uh, we should take a look at next
1: i want to um there's definitely two videos that I want to make sure we get to. So I think we should start with the Take Off the Edge by Black Taxi, directed by yeah, Carlos Lopez Estrada. Um, you like this video, uh, Adam? Alexander? Oh,
2: yeah, I love it. Both, Why don't you take us, take us through it a little bit? So this video uh, is sort of a seamless blend of live action and – well, not seamless. It's definitely obvious that they're mixing live action and animation – Um, I think uh, some classic animation, It's similar to what Carlos uh, did in that other video with the fire, which was the rule from last year. Sure. Um, And and the same
1: same animator too.
2: Um, Right. So uh, basically we have um, a couple on a date and they're wearing these strange masks. Um, and on the masks, the eyes and the mouths are animated and, uh, we kind of just see them interacting and they dance and all kinds of other funny little things go on during the, uh, the video. It's uh
1: sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's masks in reality, but it's, these are meant to be their, like these characters actual heads because the animation is their expressions on their faces. Right. And so, um, like, you know, you're meant to – you're you're watching this as if these are these characters' actual actual heads.
2: Right. Um, and, I mean, it, it's a very cool effect. And you can tell that they're wearing – you actually can see their actual faces at points through the nose, which is, I think, how they're seeing. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah, there's a couple moments where you can see their actual faces in there when they – I wonder if they, they
1: did that – I wonder if they did that on purpose, because they're certainly capable of removing that, and they definitely noticed. I think they left
2: it in on purpose. Awesome. totally. It's a cool video. Where is that? Um, I'm watching for it. I'll keep watching. uh, Yeah. So there's a point. I just saw it. At uh, 1.48, he opens a door to let her go into the dining room, and he tilts (laughs) back his head, and you can totally see the guy's face. Yo,
1: that's definitely on purpose. Yeah, because he I doesn't so. need to do that. No, and, and they could have covered that. That's so fun. But I uh, like,
2: you know, it's a crew. yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So here's a fun little tidbit, and if you didn't look at the if you didn't look at the cast, you might not know, and I, I don't credit them. The male character in this video is Carlos. So that's fun. Carlos is a Carlos uh, is a way better dancer than I realized.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good. And, he's, uh, got, he's breaking it down. And James Lees, who's been on this podcast, is uh, credited as the creative director as well. Right.
1: And Cameron Clark was the animator who was also on this podcast. Um, and, and there is like a little subtle nod to that, the, um, the rule video that Adam Alexander brought up because the um, flames on the candles are animated. Right. Oh, nice. On the, uh, the dinner table at 150, and uh, yeah, this will this is a fun video. There's a really fun uh, uh, PG sex scene in this video. <laughs> yeah, close That's on. Crazy. Oh man, yeah. Close on sex scene, but With really, fireworks. really, really, really <laughs> great. Yeah, fireworks. Close on sex scene, but I love it. It's so good. I love. Um, I love this video. Yeah, uh, it's great.
0: And I love this um, style where uh, I think. Every, every time I see this style I think of who framed Roger rabbit um where you have like actual like cartoon elements like interacting with real life um yeah. because like for instance like the you know they had champagne and they would pour the champagne and the champ the bottle was you know actual and real and then the champagne that would come out is is cartoon uh champagne um so they they eventually start you know it starts out with just the eyes and the eyebrows on, and mouth on these heads and it gets deeper and deeper until you know uh, there's a really interesting mix of cartoon elements and real elements and the sex scene is i i was kind of that not, not shocked is the wrong word but kind of like blown away by that because they, just, they just, don't even take their clothes off they just start dry humping each other and fireworks <laughs> come out of their their and I love, Those
2: are practical i love Those the practical. little the little subtle uh, result of the PG sex scene that comes up from oh, the couch. Don't, don't spoil it, Adam. I'm not spoiling it. I'm going to leave it right I there. love that
1: they, and they, that they have a... That their bed is a pull-out bed, too. <laughs> it, like, it, like, works so well into the dancing. But, that like, we're, we're just, like, meant to believe that, like, there's a couple with this house, but their bed is this couch bed. It's just, like, I don't know why... I, I thought that was really his house that.
0: and she was coming over.
1: Either, whoever's house it is, their bed is a couch bed, and I'm cool with that. But, I, yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, yeah, she does come over. You're right about that. I don't but think I've ever seen anybody, together. nobody gracefully
0: together. opens up one of these beds.
1: This is as gracefully as you get in this video.
0: Definitely. Um, couch and is this is this how, this is Carlos Lopez Estrada's first video, I think, of the year? Yeah. Um, Which is, which is great. I mean... Last year in 2014, oh, I guess in 2013 as well, he did some amazing work. I mean, Kangaroo Court by Capital Cities, um, two clipping videos for Work, Work and Inside Out, which were just phenomenal. Um, Oh, and Get Up as well from 2014. So um, really uh, fun start for Carlos Lopez Estrada for 2015.
1: Carlos is a Grammy winner.
0: That's right. He won for um, J-
1: Jesse and Joy video.
0: The Me Voy video, right?
1: Yeah, Latin Grammy.
0: Latin Grammy, right? Um, Grammy books. I've got a Grammy. Yeah.
2: For for, for what? For so,
0: website development.
2: Sweet. One of those sweet website Grammys.
0: Um, so this is what, want, should we do one more?
1: Uh, yes. If we're doing one more, then it's got to be pure
0: that's uh that's your call go for it
1: okay do you know would you not go with that would that be not, not be the video would,
0: you... after that we should talk about the jack white video real quick though
1: oh right shit i forgot about the jack white. but but let's
0: do pure too good that's this one's a tough nut to crack
1: and i brought this from and i also pulled this in from last week so we can skip it if you want to no no, but no our... do it do it uh, no do i it. don't
0: think we should skip it i, totally I love should.
1: this video i love but this video you, it's
2: you have to break it down because it's crazy it's too crazy
1: so this video is like all uh, like teeters on whether or not when i first saw this i didn't even realize it was a music video and then i realized that th- like last night in paris is a it was a group and pure is a song and that's it, the title of it is last night in paris pure um and so there's some interesting things about this this video was directed by Karim Houdou, who also directed the drake short film that came out last week uh did either of you guys watch that?
2: Yeah, and that makes they are similar. That makes sense. They I are really similar. Just, this like, one's better.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like this one a lot more. Um but it also it makes the Drake watching this one makes the Drake one make more sense to me. Just kind of like kind of like understanding the perspective that that film is coming from a little bit more. It makes that Drake film make a little bit more sense to me. But there's also a Drake music video. It's not a music like the Drake one is more clearly not a music video, I think, but they are kind of, they're very similar. Um, And it's interesting, we had this music video in the database already from last year. This video last year won the UK MVA for best urban video, but it hadn't, it just released this week in, or last week on the internet. So that's something that's interesting. They let the UK MVAs watch it first, I guess. so, so what happens? So this is like a group, uh, from what I can tell. Like Last Night in Paris is a, is a, all these guys in this video. Um, I'm not familiar with the group, so maybe some of them actually aren't in it. Um, but we're only getting like short little bursts of them. Like it seems like they're making the song. Like that's what it looks like. It like is in production point, and like when they're rapping the lyrics, it seems like they're. It's almost like in mid production of of them making the song that is for this is a video for and it feels like he's on they're almost like freestyling so anyway you see them in like these just really stylized um but like real life locations they're in a the house and playing video games and they're in clubs and and you know stuff that you would see in a in a film but it's like really beautifully stylized and then suddenly they like are in the woods and they reach into a tree and discover this like giant cockroach thing. And it's like, you were already in like this reality that this video had established for like several minutes. This is a 10 minute video. So like once you're there, like them discovering this thing isn't as crazy as it's like sounding as me describing it. So they like find this bug and like take this ooze from it it's pretty and, crazy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that it was a big turn for me.
1: It's such an unexpected, like amazing turn. So they eat this ooze <laughs> naturally, and <laughs> or at least the one dude, one dude does, and then like suddenly, like it kind of like shifts, like it quick, like quickly jump cuts through a close up on his face to him at like another location at like party, um, but he seems kind of like almost extraterrestrial at that point it's like a crazy like sci-fi moment and uh and then what does the floating come next yeah so do the rest of them drink the stuff i I couldn't remember i watched at
2: least one other person drinks it
0: i think right yeah yeah they all start they all start floating off this bee the bee excrement
2: yeah, so they all go
1: – because, like, what happens is it's it's kind of assumed that they're all going out there to drink it. And, yeah, eventually they're all, like, floating in the air. And it's – like, it's great. Like, it's not, like – like, it's done in a way that is so – like, it looks so cool. And it feels so, like, strangely real. Um, and everything is just so unexpected in this video and i loved it a lot it was so, so there's good. like
2: excerpts of songs i think it's not one song eh uh, am i right to assume that it, it does like seem like that's
1: words. what it is it does seem like that's what it is and if that's what it is and we're including this in the database i'm thinking that the that the drake video probably gets included too yeah because, you might have
2: to sneak it in well
1: no. i mean just because it's it's essentially the right. same thing the drake one is one is titled as a single song from the new drake album like it has multiple songs like the the narrative and the song songs are woven together in a very similar way i mean watching these the two pieces by Karen who do together like really makes them each like a lot more clear um i really love the style of both of them uh but the, yeah, this pure one was a lot more unexpected. Like when I watched and, the, the Drake one, it's, it felt more self-indulgent because it was like a 10-minute Drake thing, whereas like these guys, because I don't know who they are, like me hanging out with them for 10 minutes seemed new, a lot fresher.
2: And we should mention that uh, Karim Hudu had another video out this week, which was actually excellent as well. Um, the video for A Part by Casper Bjork. So if uh, if any of you want to see some more from Kareem, you should check this video out, too. It's super cool. Is it? I didn't watch
1: this one. This came out this week.
2: Yeah. Well, you, hey, wait a minute. I submitted that one, so that date could be sketchy. <laughs> that date could be <laughs> sketchy.
1: <laughs> Dude, I've been hearing this guy's name a lot uh, lately, obviously, because of these three
2: things. But i got to check this video out now. Uh, this one is a little bit more of a, a a typical like it's a it's the full song and it's a the regular length for a video but is, stylistically is he... it's yeah. uh, it's similar to the other two.
1: I wonder if on his Vimeo he's got a longer one cuz this video we have on his Vimeo I wonder if there's like different cuts. I wonder if there's a different cut of this uh, of this last night in Paris video but uh man is it surprising and the the guys are good at it the the dudes in the group um like it seems it seems really natural it felt uh kind of similar to the um because the internet short film that Hiro Murai did for Childish Gambino just in like the setup portions of this felt similar to that because there are moments of them just kind of like messing around with production equipment and playing video games and stuff but then yeah this this one takes this crazy turn this crazy like sci-fi turn um but still kind of connects itself back to the music which is a really interesting um which is really interesting i'm stoked to watch this other video now
2: Mm -hmm. it's a goodie
0: yeah, that that turn, that uh, moment where he reaches into the tree to grab this big beetle thing, really, like, because that was completely along for the ride. Right, and it doesn't happen, like, the second minute. I mean, it's, like, five minutes into this after you're fully convinced that you're watching some sort of documentary style or at least, uh, you know, a sensible documentary style video about these artists. Nothing about it has prompted you or primed you to expect anything other than uh, real life. Um, Yeah, and and
1: you're like ready to to do what, like, hang out with these guys, whatever they're doing. Like, when they're walking in the woods, you like the video is like so stylized and interesting to watch that you just feel like these dudes are just hanging out in like houses and playing video games and stuff. So they're, they're just like walking in the woods. It just felt like they were going to a place that was just visually interesting and that's what like makes the turn seem like makes the turn even more unexpected
0: part of me wishes that this would have been like more of a traditional music video but I think the format really works well I don't know I'm still I I'm not a a huge fan of the like you know I'm a huge Kanye West fan I didn't really like the runaway short film that he did i'm never whenever any artist releases a short film even if i'm a huge fan of theirs i i'm not really super excited i just don't really find that that format is good for anything else but really kind of self-indulgent stuff but in terms of that format like this this is this is a really beautiful use of it um and and i love it
1: yeah it's it's weird though i think part of it is because that we don't know who these artists are because we know who and that's why like the drake one doesn't
0: the the, the Nicki minaj one right
1: like and that's why the drake one which is like very similar like stylistically the drake one is really beautiful and it's really like interesting and it it doesn't have these like like this sci-fi twist to it but in terms of like the filmmaking it's just as strong uh But because we know who Drake is, and we know that Drake can actually be self-indulgent, like admittedly self-indulgent, we we perceive him doing a ten-minute video short film as that, and and you know because he's he's shown that he can be that. Um, But that's why I like like the 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 context like reapproaching that Drake movie makes it different and uh, it, uh, yeah it also makes me think we're gonna end up listing it
0: i heard that he goes fucked? zero to 100 real quick
1: he does i still really love that that album we this is a call back to last week when i was excited about it i'm i'm still as excited as i
2: was then
0: adam did you get into the drake album at all the new uh new leaked album not leaked just the new album
2: I've heard um, a couple of the songs on a new music shuffle, and I like them, but I haven't listened beginning to end yet. I heard "Energy," which I like.
0: <laughs> you know what I've been listening to a lot lately? It's, you guys are gonna think I'm it. a fucking idiot. Is <laughs> the is the nerd SpongeBob song <laughs> "Squeeze Me" on repeat? Wow, yeah, that's but that's a that's a good one. I like it. It's wow. got a good beat.
1: There's so many songs you could have gotten a pass for on this podcast. Basically, like 95% of music you get a pass for on this podcast. And that, that song you just listed lands in the 5% that you don't get a pass for. What the fuck?
2: I'm not going ju- to judge you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. I, Adam. I listen to some crap. And, and uh, hey, you like the Spongebob <laughs> N.E.R.D. song? You like it.
1: It's Basically, nice. the only thing that would be weirder is if you listen to, like, the Kids Bob stuff that we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, like, Christmas Street song now. Yeah. If you bust out Christmas Street. But even that, like, you're not listening to the nerd
0: song, ironically, are you? No, it's good. I, well, <laughs> I like Spongebob in general, so I like anything Spongebob. Like, I bet oh. the, the first... You guys laugh, but the first soundtrack to the Spongebob movie... The first Spongebob movie in two thousand four was was really good. It had like It was I it was, was in good. I was in college and it like had all of the bands I was into, like in college. It had like Wilco and the flaming lips and like uh shins. The shins, yeah, the shins yeah, and ween and stuff like that. It was like a complete amazing thing to be into Spongebob and then have this the soundtrack drop with all these songs
2: and they um, didn't just like contribute songs. They like, they wrote songs. Yeah. For these were like originals. It was good. You're right. I'm back. Listen,
1: all right, look, you, I will admit to falling into this <laughs> trap that you guys are falling into <laughs> because, uh, I fucking loved the Rudgrats movies, soundtrack and the wild Thornberry movie soundtrack. Really? Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh the those Rugrats are, those movie-
2: are some good cartoons. Those the Rugrats cartoons. movie
1: soundtrack had that song with Mace and Maya. Do you remember that one, Take Me There? <laughs> no. Take just...
0: me there. I, oh, go to yeah. there. And, like, I didn't know that had, was like, that Mace. from that movie. Wow.
1: Yeah, and the video had like Mace and the Rugrats. And then the Wild Thornberrys has like, I I don't like I don't love that soundtrack, but like I've listened to it a lot because it's got um, that Paul Simon song "Father and Daughters" on it or something like that. The one where he's like, uh, the like the the chorus has the line like "There'll never be a father who loves his daughter more than I love you." Yeah, I was gonna sing it, do a Paul Maca- or a Paul Simon impression, but I thought better of it. Anyway, that's a song that's in heavy rotation at the Klinger family house when my dad wants to make my sister feel weird, um, or like just to try to like be like Jess, I love you, and like he'll like play that song, and uh, and and she'll get really upset at him, and uh, so there we go.
2: Well, I'm uh, so I'm about. like really old, and I really I really love the soundtrack to the 1928 Mickey Mouse film Steamboat <laughs> Willie. So that that's that. Uh, it's my birthday tomorrow. I'm thirty nine. Thirty six. Thirty
0: five. Wait, wait, wait. How is how it, old are you really yet? is it so first of all, hold on. Is it really your birthday tomorrow? Yes. And what is your true age tomorrow? I will say my I, true age I first. My be, true age is thirty.
2: Yes. I, I knew you were thirty. I will be thirty five. So you'll be thirty at twelve oh
0: one. At twelve oh one. Um, time. So Adam, you know Adam or uh, Doug sent you. He's he's too embarrassed, but I'm going to tell you this. He sent you that microphone, and it got returned to him this week as returned to sender because he fucked up the address. So, I figured it's so. okay. Adam had to know that because he's saying
1: uh, he's saying um, he's it been took like four months. Checking- to get <laughs> yeah, you. right.
2: Like I I said it so long ago. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I'm really excited. <laughs> And another thing me and Drake have in common, because Drake's the youngest, youngest uh, something doing it, and I'm also the youngest on this podcast.
2: You're 16. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my joke didn't work, because I can't say the word that Drake says that he's the youngest of. Um, um,
0: if you guys want to talk about Drake connections, man. My, my...
1: Oh, we've done this before. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. That's your connection with Kid Cuddy.
0: Which... No, no, no! I don't have a connection with Kid Cudi.
1: Yes, you. Do. Oh wait, no, your brother does.
0: My brother is is born the same day, uh, <laughs> same year as Drake, and we're almost. We're, we think it might be the same hospital, but if not, like the next hospital over. So just letting you know.
1: But well, what about Kid Cudi?
0: I don't know. What, I mean, I've been to Cleveland before. Does that count?
1: Yep. Yeah. All right. So Jack White.
0: So, Jack White released a music video uh, this week uh, for something, something licorice. Hold on, let me open it. Bat um, black bat. The, that Black Bat. That Black Bat licorice from his album, Lazaretto, And it is an interactive music video of sorts um, where you watch the video and you can switch to alternate uh, alternate videos, basically. Um, they kind of
1: tie into each
0: other? Maybe. Maybe. But like the main the main chant the main video is animation and you, it's a weird key combination. I think you press E or B to switch. Which three is, or
1: three or B.
0: Oh three or B, yeah, which is they're at awkward spaces on the keyboard. It's t- You can't do it with one hand really. Um and the the three is basically all Jack White and the B is other stuff you gotta watch it to, to get the gist but you can it's it, it. technically it works really well it's a really smooth cut and you can kind of play around with things and it can look pretty cool um
1: and there's sometimes like the animation and the and the live action are the same thing like different versions of the same thing Adam what were you
0: gonna say?
2: oh I was just gonna say um I, I read someone described it as being like a choose your own adventure does mm-hmm. is that have any merit? I haven't uh, my computer mm-hmm. didn't like it. It almost blew up. I, well it's best
1: viewed best viewed in Google Chrome or Apple Safari. Um,
0: <laughs> I saw that,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh it's um it is not a choose your own adventure because A A there's no adventure. Like there's no like there's no adventure. Like in choose your own adventure, like you 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 read something and then you have a choice of where to like take a narrative there, there's no narrative in this – you're just like going back and forth, toggling back and forth between three things that are happening and you just pick which one you're watching. Like you have no control over where any th- any narrative goes. Like the idea of a Choose Your Own Adventure is there's there's aspects of it that you don't see or you don't read right. because you've chosen the other thing. Like, right. You're just watching. I'm,
2: re- I'm really starting to love terrible comparisons. It's like a thing that I like
1: now. So, who said that? That was written in, on the internet by someone
0: who got money. Yeah,
2: I, I read it on like Wired or Stereo Gum or something else. I just, I just
0: I watched it a few times, and I just couldn't find a narrative. That's the only thing. There is definitely
2: not a narrative,
0: and I can, the only thing I was thinking of like <laughs> is that like, Jack White looks he's he's starting to look a little old. I mean, I know he's not old, but I just like I always whenever I picture Jack White, I picture him from like. The elephant era of the White Stripes. um
1: It's like when Norm mcdonald came out during the SNL thing, and you're like, "Oh, oh, right." Because like some of those guys looked so old that it's not even close. Like Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd yeah, on the Dan SNL Aykroyd, Aykroyd right looks thing. like a looks Dan like Aykroyd a sack just, of rotten potatoes,
0: basically. <laughs>
1: It was way better than what my joke joke would have been. Um, but, like, Norm Macdonald is still, like, kind of looks like what Norm Macdonald did. He's still only slightly removed. And so that's what Jack White is. Jack White and Norm Macdonald look the same, is what I'm
2: saying. Keith Richards looked good, though. He looked spry. He he's, yeah,
0: he he's still looking good. Yeah, I, I want to know what Taylor Swift is going to look like in another 40 years. Like, when Taylor Swift is, God willing, if she, you know... I, and I feel like she's gonna hold, keep holding on to the the fame there when she's on her uh, when she's doing her residency in Las Vegas, which Britney Spears is right now. So maybe it won't be forty years, but another twenty maybe. Um, were there a lot of
1: ads for Britney Spears when you were in Las Vegas?
0: So here's the weird thing: not a, no, actually, Britney Spears was not at like any of like the Marquee hotels. I think she was at the Aria Hotel.
1: Is she still there? She's not there anymore. She's
0: still there. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, and she's still doing the show, but it wasn't like everywhere. It was. It wasn't like the talk of the town. Let's just say. The, it wasn't at the airport. N- it was at the airport, but it was. It was in line with 400 other ads for other things. Right um, the next to Penn and Teller. Yeah, I thought. Like, I mean, w- w- there's a big difference, I think, between when Celine Dion plays. At Caesars Palace and when uh, Britney Spears plays it at the Aria. Let's just say that. So, um... The anyway. people
1: who like Celine Dion, like... like oh, yeah, they love genuinely her. Genuinely like her. Anyone who's going to go to Britney Spears is only, like, half liking her. Like, it's kind of embarrassingly, begrudgingly liking her still. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I do fucking still
0: love this shit. All right, let's go. Uh Yeah, it's but at least it's not a Cirque du Soleil, so... Um, Go to
1: Britney Spears, like, when you tell people you go to Britney Spears, you always put the word fucking before her name, and you say, (laughs) I went to fucking Britney Spears when I was in Vegas, that's how you phrase it, so, fun, fun, fun stand-up comedy bit I just did there.
0: (laughs) It's, it's, on your comedy CD, it's gonna be called fucking Britney Spears. (laughs) Um, That's the name of this podcast. So, uh, I think we did it, I I don't know, I, I don't have that much to say more about Jack White, um. You uh, love him, other than he's a cool dude who looks like he anything fully related about Jack <laughs> oh Miley no, Watson. don't even we're not even touching that <laughs> um so uh, so yeah, I think uh, we did it, and lots of stuff coming up uh next week we will early next week we we're releasing a special new podcast episode um, so watch out for that. Um, new podcast series. New podcast series. Very, very excited. Commentaries by David Wilson. Again, we talked about them at the top of the show, but can't emphasize enough how awesome all of these are. And we did so- how much more do we have to put up dogs
1: We have got, got four more still
0: Four more still so that's going to be around uh maybe
1: five maybe we might get and then we might get one more secret one but uh, we definitely have four more so putting so
0: us at an even 11 11 that's a prime number that's crazy crazy good um so so thank you David and you can go see all of them at slash commentaries Um Adam you got anything you want to plug
2: No nothing My birthday nothing? I'm, pl- I'm plugging my birthday
0: that's right. Send Adam. me
2: microphones.
0: Oh, happy birthday, Adam.
2: You will get your birthday boy microphone, <laughs> I promise.
0: Adam, what are you doing for your birthday? Are you going out to are you going to one of this those effect? restaurants where they sing singing on a off brand birthday song?
2: I'm going to the uh the Chinese restaurant. Here. There's one. We're going there. We're going nice. there. What do you get? Buffet. Buffet style. Nice.
0: No, I'm totally 100% on board with that. That is, Chinese food is the perfect birthday food in my opinion. So And Chinese buffet is perfect life food. It is. Oh man, now I'm super hungry. I gotta go. Um, <laughs> so uh, we will see you guys next week.